Ghost Adventures is the sole property of the Ghost Adventures crew and Scripps LLC. We're not in any way affiliated with any of them, we just like watching them do their thing. So if you like Ghost Adventures too, support the crew in the Travel Channel. Also, this podcast has profanity in it, so take whatever precautions you feel are necessary. Welcome to another episode of Insanely Haunted, the show where we watch and review every episode of Ghost Adventures. My name is Max. And I'm Cassie. Just the two of us. Today. I tried to turn that into a song after I already started saying it. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's all right. Um, so, thanks for joining us again. Today we did a very special episode, bec- and it's always a special episode uh, whenever the guys have to do something that involves going to like a military base or something like that. Mm-hmm. Cuz you know you're going to get a shitty reenactment. There's going to be uniforms. They're going to play dress up. Um they're going to talk in a manner that they think is uh replicating how people talked uh when when you know. And there's going to be like a long-winded explanation about how this is to get them like to feel like they're right there. Yeah. Like they've experienced it firsthand. Yes. Walking around in this Top Gun cosplay really makes me feel like I am on the boat. Yeah. So they're on an old aircraft carrier called the USS Hornet in this episode, which is docked at San Francisco. Uh, it was uh, a aircraft carrier during World War II. Uh, and it actually was like on the shores of Japan. Um, and there were uh, a lot of, there, there, there was a lot of death. Um, if Zach's information is correct, there, this is the ship that had the most number of deaths by suicide during that period of time. But there was also a lot of warfare death. Yes, that too. Not, well, of course there, there would have been some on the ship, but, um, just like in battle, there was a lot of death. Yeah. Um, we actually, we meet quite a lot of people who work here and, and I have a feeling this is like a ghost tour place now. Yeah. Uh, because just, just going off the job descriptions of the people who work here, like we met one guy who's the program manager and we met a couple of ladies who were described as tour guide and historian. Oh man, you can book a tour for a group of up to 15 on this website. Oh yeah. That's pretty cool. So we're on the USS Hornets website now. It is a it is officially a museum. Uh-huh. Um, it looks like they do some regular tours. Oh, Living Ship Day. That's interesting. Oh my god. So that means they do reenactments on board. Can we talk for a second about how this episode started? Yeah. Because it started with Zach and Nick and Aaron in their Top Gun cosplay giving a fake press conference mm-hmm. in which Zach claims they were invited to the USS Hornet to prove how haunted it is. They might have been. I mean, if if all the people that they interviewed in this episode were haunted tour guides, yeah. then I mean, that means this business. Is, it's this marketing. Is publicity. Yeah, yeah, it's free marketing. Um, 
I just find the assertion, I just find the whole artifice of like, it's a fake, they have this soundstage set up to look like a press conference. There's film grain over the video. There's American flag in back. American flags all over the, and then they do a fake newspaper with a photo of them and a headline that says, Ghost Adventures crew heads for Hornet or something like that. And they also do this like salute at the end. And did you notice that Nick's salute was like really flimsy? It was not a firm salute. It was... It was a bad salute, not regulation. It was bad. Definitely would not have passed inspection. Oh, man. We hear some stories. Okay, so we meet this guy who I'm interested in at the very beginning named Lloyd. Did you did you write anything about Lloyd, Dan? Lloyd. Lloyd was a parapsychologist, which is how what? you know everything he says I is bullshit. I totally missed this. Uh, and he tells a story about a captured Japanese soldier who supposedly was a kamikaze pilot who, oh, then, right, right, right. who then killed himself. Oh, was we- Lloyd the one with the red hat? No, Lloyd was the guy. Lloyd was literally in, in like 30 seconds of this show. Oh, okay. To tell this story that never comes up again. Okay. Oh, yeah. The guy with the red hat was... That's Daryl. Daryl. Daryl right. is the... Um, I don't know. He's like the security guy or whatever. He's a dude. Um, so th- th- I, arguably the person we hear from the most is Keith, the program manager. Um, and he is talking about, there's a ghost in the galley. And I love this part because Zach is like, oh, so it was a cook. And the guy's like, well, no, they, they, they just said he was standing there. But then in the reenactment, it's a guy in a chef outfit. <laughs> so Zach like refuses to take no for an answer from Zach this man. Zach wants it to be how he wants it to be. Zach is like, this guy was a cook. I know it's true. Yeah. Um, apparently (laughs) Keith supposedly was nearly brained by a flying coffee pot in this room. Yeah. Uh, also in the kitchen, there's like a bunch of dent marks in the metal and they're like coming up with an explanation as to what it's from. The angry dishwasher, they say. The angry dishwasher. I mean, I think, I don't think most dishwashers are angry. I think most dishwashers are stoned. (laughs) <laughs> probably not the ones working for the army though oh yeah well you never well, you never, really true. never hey happy 420 we yeah, missed it but happy 420 sorry this is also where we meet heidi for the first time right yeah. after this uh but we don't get her name yet for quite a while heidi tells us this story about a ghost man who uh she saw just sort of walk into one of the ship's walls or something mm-hmm. and then she takes us into the hospital where Zach says, so probably a lot of people died in here. And she goes, <laughs> there were probably some casualties. So kudos to her for being more like a little bit more level-headed than Zach in this particular situation. <laughs> I feel like that's Cause, not cause, difficult. Well, though. I know. But most people like bend to his will when he like <laughs> presses them for the number of deaths. When like, he like immediate when he pulls a, a huge number out of his ass and immediately like Asks Thousands for... of people have died here, and and pretty much always their answer is well, probably. But no, yeah. Heidi was like Heidi actually hedges a little bit. It was like some casualties, some reservations. Pro- yeah. yeah. Um, there, I just have to point out that there was a there's a lot of you know fuzzy reenactments throughout yeah. this whole thing. You know where they like not they probably don't even pay these people. They're probably just like we are the Ghost Adventures. Would you like to be on our show? And then like, can you them. imagine that Craigslist ad? <laughs> Wanted, <laughs> wanted. A foot. A f- Someone foot there model. Was, I want to know who who belonged to those feet that that we saw, because they need some clipping. There was a there was a pretend dead body on a gurney, or was he supposed to be dead? I don't know. I think he's supposed to be dead. Yeah. Yeah, and those toenails. 
They really grossed me out. So the question is, who on the Ghost Adventures crew is shameless enough to show their toes uh, when they're not looking good? Now, see, here's my process of elimination. First of all, Zach, if he was going to show it's his Aaron. toes on TV, it's definitely Aaron. <laughs> but, but but work with me here on the process okay, of elimination. Okay. okay. <laughs> Zach would definitely get like a pedicure. He would definitely want to yeah. have like pedicured toes before he did this. Yeah. Nick probably would let Zach volunteer Aaron first. Yeah. <laughs> definitely Zach volunteered Aaron for this is what I'm saying. Nick's Nick's toenails are probably like um you know kind of unkept but but you know he makes an effort to clip them welcome to the insanely haunted the and podcast then... i listened to that podcast you told me about it. they were just talking about these guys feet for five minutes and aaron just does not clip his toenails we don't know that but that's what i'm guessing that's <laughs> um, my prediction <laughs> uh, so while we're in the sick bay here heidi gives us heidi says that she mentioned she heard a growl and when zach asks her to to tell us what it sounded like. She basically does like a Frankenstein impression is like, Mer. I mean, that's what I would have done too. <laughs> you don't want to sound like a gross monster on national television. Uh, she mentions that there was a birthing ward on the ship, which I think is pretty uh, interesting. Mm -hmm. um, but also that the birthing ward is where all of the really, um, the, the most critical injuries went. Mm -hmm. So like the, the people who were very badly burned, she indicates little cots where they slept. Yeah. Um, then we meet uh, Chris, who is Heidi, but a different person. Chris is Heidi, but like more game for this kind of ghost stuff, it seems like. She's surprise, like, they're twins. Surprise. They don't really talk about the fact that they're twins. And this happens in multiple episodes, you can tell, I think. You can tell, though. And you can also tell that Chris is like the fun twin. Yeah. Haven't there been other Ghost Adventures episodes with twins? Surely. I... I it, I can't think of any, but I, okay. I'm, I'm sure Okay, maybe I'm going were. insane, but yeah, like, it's never explained, but you figure it out. It's just a little, like, oh, wait, what? I thought her name was, and it's like, yeah. She tells a story about this walkie-talkie that kind of slid around, and then Zach gets a little flirtatious with her. Oh, God, and I, I just kept thinking this whole episode, whenever he was around one of the twins, that I bet... He was having like a fantasy inside of his head. Oh, dude. oh yeah, dude. I mean, twins. And you know exactly Zach's demographic is not the the, the lower hanging the fruit, the better for yeah. Zach Bagans. And he and he did kind of get creepy, creepy uncle with both of them. Honestly, with both of them, yeah. Um, with Chris, he was uh, since she was talking about like you know the experiences that she's had and that. The ghosts tend to uh, be attracted to females. Um, he said stuff like, oh, maybe he had a crush on you, or maybe he was attracted to you. Wait, how does it lead to the how dark it really is? Okay, so... Because uh, <laughs> we get that. I don't know. Like, I don't remember exactly how this, how we led into this, but it's, it's we're with Heidi. Uh, Zach is with Heidi, and she he literally cuts her off in the middle of a ghost story that she's telling to do a how dark it really is in the middle of the investigation. And then he gets a little creeped out. And what's funny about this that I wrote down is he interrupts her, and then he does the how dark it really is. And then while it's dark, he says, turn that back on. It's freaky. <laughs> but I like it. Like, he tries to act tough after saying he's scared of the dark. <laughs> And then he announces that he's going to use, was it Heidi or Chris as a trigger object? He immediately offers to use Chris as a trigger object. Surprise, she does not take him up on this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Wait, was it Heidi that did? It was I No, no. Um I'm sorry. I got it backwards. He he offers to let Heidi be the trigger object. Okay. And she's kind of like about it and then surprise later on it's Chris that ends up okay. coming back. Yeah. Like I said, she's the one who's more like she's more ready to play. Well, in and the space. after all the creepy shit that Zach said to her, like Is it just me or does he like also kind of touch her inappropriately as they go up the stairs? Yeah, he okay, I noticed he gave her like he kind of held her back for a second. Yeah, right before he smashes his head on the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then that happens. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like embarrassed and he's like she's asking him if he's don't okay and he's like don't don't tell don't, her. don't tell her what happened. Uh, uh, and then after this is when they get in the flight simulator. <laughs> oh God, this is when they're talking about like how they how they have to talk and slang and wear outfits that resemble what people wore back then and how they talk. Just and... like endlessly justifying how dumb they look walking around in these flight suits. We have to put ourselves in their environment, walk like them, talk like them. And then he says that they're gonna climb into the into the cockpits, and we see them walking towards these planes and i'm sitting here thinking there's no fucking way they're gonna let these idiots get on these planes and of course they don't they just put them in a in a like a flight simulator like you have at the fucking science museum yeah. that little children get on yes and and aaron's like obviously motion sick afterwards yeah <laughs> so it's a good thing that they didn't get in those planes <laughs> then they go into this room that looks like kind of like a kind of like an airplane inside slash movie theater and Nick and Aaron are sitting on seats really, like, inappropriately. Like, Aaron has his feet on, like, the, the chair in front of him. And, you know, you probably, especially if you're trying to act like you're in the military, <laughs> get your feet fucking off the seat. Like, um, and Zach's, like, lecturing to them and, and act, he's he's doing role play. Like, he's acting like the the army sergeant. Yeah, this is so weird. This is the like the pre-lockdown like X cam rundown thing. They're very in character for this. And the boys but are not. and the boys are <laughs> responding to him with like yes sir and all that bullshit. And they also put the film grain effect over this one again. <laughs> so the lockdown begins and let me tell you like nothing happens during this can I, lockdown. Can I tell you the first thing I noticed? <laughs> what? The fucking bullhorn hanging off of Zach's belt. What? The, the first thing I saw was there's a bullhorn hanging off of Zach's belt as he's walking around. Well, uh, it comes back that, later. Th that does come back. The first thing that happens is they hear this unexplained banging noise. And Zach, which prompts the question, are you working from Nick? <laughs> um, they do another How Dark It Really Is, another one. Uh, and this one happens immediately after Zach almost trips over a big barrel. So I think this is Zach getting embarrassed after tripping. Wait, was this the... I saw Zach trip over a door frame. That happened later. Oh, There's God. a lot of tripping in this episode. <laughs> okay. I missed the barrel. Yeah. Um, they, they find out that the banging was actually water dripping, which is good that they, they figured it out. That's, that's good. Also, keep in mind, like, a lot of the claims that some of the people had who they talked to yeah. were, like, things sliding or shutting and Zach's like certain that because this boat is no longer sitting in water, it is actually in water, but it's like resting in mud at or the bottom. It's not out at sea, I think is the right, crux of yeah. this thing. It's not like on the waves of the ocean. But he's mis he's misunderstanding. There's this really cool thing that happens called tide, 
Well, yeah, but also <laughs> like if 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 a big heavy boat is sitting in mud that's water logged, like it's gonna move. It's gonna move. That's that's. I mean, imagine building your house on something like that. There's your even, house would fall apart. There's even a point later on where one of them says, "I'm feeling like I don't have equilibrium right now." Oh, there are many times in the episode where they're talking about, "Oh, I feel dizzy. I feel like I'm being pushed." Like. Because you're in a boat, the boat you this idiot. This boat be rocking, but <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. If you have anything, any any soil that is, or I guess mud in this case, that is full of water, it's going to move. And especially in the San Francisco Bay, which where which is famous for having like really dynamic weather. Yeah, yeah. Um, and dangerous water. Yeah, yeah. So they get a lot of a. Uh, there's a lot of orbs in this episode. This is a very orb-heavy episode. Mm-hmm. Um, they get this one that's like sort of running down the hall or whatever, but it looks like it's just dust, yeah, fluttering around. Um, oh, oh, oh! The mel meter comes out in this one. The EV, the EMF detector, mm-hmm. and Zach starts freaking out about there. There's an increase in temperature by like ten degrees, which I thought ghosts were supposed to make it colder, not hotter. Yeah. Oh well, see, hot it means demon. And that is supported by the fact that the temperature went up to around uh, 66.6 degrees. And I want to note specifically... Is that in Fahrenheit or Celsius? This is in Fahrenheit. If it's Celsius, they'd be dead. Yeah. That's like 150 degrees Fahrenheit. But if you're going to give me a demon who's going to make it hot... Uh, And not a demon who makes it like a mild spring day. Right, yeah. (laughs) Like, make it hot. Uh, Zach, I want to note, describes this phenomenon, the, the temperature at 66.6, as, quote, very scary. Uh, so, Z- so it's also at this point that Nick says he hears a man whispering from around the corner. And so they, so we hear narrator Zach say, uh, we, we caught this whisper on the, on the camera's audio. And they do replay that for us. And so you hear Nick go, I heard a man whispering over here. And then you hear, Kah! Like that, like the fastest, <laughs> shortest whisper on the planet. All the EVPs on this episode in this episode suck. They're terrible. They were awful. And so, right after this, we get to um, Zach's ace in the hole, uh, his trigger object. Oh no! Which they 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 sort of go back to another episode previously, where they use a human trigger object. A female. A lady, a young woman, and they bring another. Another woman in to be the trigger object, and and I hope y'all are noticing this pattern that's developing here. They never really refer to a man as a trigger object. <laughs> Funny how that works. Yeah, it's always a girl, always uh, a woman. And by the way, it's Chris and not Heidi. Yeah, because Heidi didn't want that Heidi shit. Didn't really. Heidi recognized what was going on here. Um, there is this painfully awkward moment. Where when Chris steps on the boat, where Zach, first of all, he, oh, it's so bad. He immediately reaches out and like his hand runs into her shoulder, and then slash boobish area, and then he sticks his hand out to shake her hand. It's dark; she doesn't see it, and he's like, "I got my hand out here for you, right here, sticking out." And then they shake. It is so painful to Ooh, watch. God, it it was hard. He's first accidentally touching her in not a comfortable way. 
And then he goes to shake her hand. And his hand is out there for the handshake for like a, a solid five time. or ten seconds. <laughs> he just keeps it there. <laughs> and it's right in the center of the camera, too. Like, you can't miss it. Yeah. So they walk Chris around the mess hall where, where they sort of recreated earlier this scene where a soap detergent bottle was thrown. And he just very nicely asks to get hit by a thrown object again. <laughs> yeah. He's like, will you throw something at us, please? He actually says please to the ghost. He also tells the ghost that he brought her for them. I brought her for you. <laughs> Loudly. She's he never says object. this quietly. Uh, uh, then they whip out the spirit box. Oh, hell yes. So so we don't we haven't seen a lot of spirit boxes yet so far. We I don't haven't. feel like. And this is where all the action happens when they're using a device that scans through radio frequencies. Now, so so yeah, the spirit box scans through radio frequencies to hear ghosts. But, you know, it feels like there might be some other things in those radio frequencies. Like radio. Like radio stations <laughs> where people talk into microphones. So there you can see that there's a problem with this device. Um, they hear this, okay, they hear someone, they say it's a voice. It sounds like, I described it in my notes as musical honking. <laughs> because it sounds like, like that. Honking. <laughs> Like a, a bicycle horn? Yeah, it's like a bike horn severely distorted. Um, you can, and But after they hear this, you can say, you hear Zach say, you can tell it tried talking. Okay. <laughs> I guess. He asks us if we, if they like him. He asks the ghosts, do you like us? And they hear a <laughs> back, which everybody hears as run. Nobody runs. What if it's just like a a a, a goose? A ghost? goose, yeah, it's a goose. Or just a goose ghost. They're communicating like a dead with, goose with a dead goose. A dead goose that uh, perished <laughs> tragically uh, in a boat accident. Man, I'm surprised we didn't hear any hissing. Spectral geese are a serious problem. Um, you don't want to run into one of those. Yeah. You know. Yeah. They'll bite you. Yeah. Oh, so this is kind of where. A, a, a few things happen here uh, while they're doing this spirit box session. Aaron gets grabbed, mm -hmm. and then they try to get the ghost to like grab him again. Zach asks for confirmation from the from the spirit box that he got grabbed or that he grabbed Aaron. And as soon as they hear the box apparently say yes, you hear Aaron go, "What?" <laughs> like really, really high octane, freaked out immediately. <laughs> And then that's it. That's it for that sequence. And then they and Chris leaves. <laughs> she was really just here for that. Yeah. Uh, their next plan is to just make a whole big ruckus yeah. on the ship. And this is where that bullhorn from earlier comes Ooh, in. Yeah. And it, he says that it's it's exactly the same noise that they would have heard. First of all, you. I don't know about that. It's also it is Zach. It is a recording of Zach saying. Uh, we are under attack. Get to your stations. So right, obviously it's not the exact same noise because you recorded it. Uh, he mentions that their plan is to like run around on the ship to simulate the energy. <laughs> and immediately after I predict that he's going to trip because of this, he trips. fucking trips going through a door and looks like a big dummy. Uh, this is where we see another running, like a running energy anomaly. They try to say that it's someone running down the hall, but it just looks like a spirally dust or a bug. And then they go to this like old medical room for patients. 
Uh, and hmm, old medical room. Yeah, for and patients. They they end up laying in the beds. Oh, this is great because this is the sequence I called nap time. Yes. <laughs> They're all laying down. How often do you think they actually fall asleep on a lockdown? How often do you think that happens? Okay, a better question. Who do you think falls asleep the most? Aaron. Yep. <laughs> it's always Aaron. Always Aaron. Um, Nick is the only one really experiencing anything weird. Um, he says that he feels burning on his back. Um, and Can I also, say, he... re- remarkably calm for a man who says his legs and back feel like they're, quote, on fire. Yeah, yeah. He's laying down so his voice is all... If you were on fire, you would not be talking You'd like be, like, that. running around and you screaming. You would be screaming. But he's laying down on his back, and he's very tired, and his voice is all groggy, and he's like, my back and my legs feel like they're on fire. <laughs> like he... they're burning right now, bro. And he says he feels needle pricks in his arm and that he's very cold. Well, first of all, you're... Uh, you're you're along San Francisco Bay. It is yeah. going to be cool. It's it's probably cooling down. You're in a metal boat, and metal uh, conducts heat. So all the heat is being conducted out of your body by the by the bulkheads. Um, and if you're laying on your back for a while, your nerves might Somet- act weird. That's sometimes what... my arm falls asleep when I'm just laying down. Yeah, if it you lay happens. in a certain position for too long, you're going to be pinching nerves. And you might have something fall asleep. That's something that actually happens in real life. And of course, this is all accompanied by like imagery of doctors with masks and big giant syringes just squirting mm-hmm. their medicine juice all over the place. They end up hearing what sounds like footsteps, but I listen to it. And at first you're like, oh, yeah, that sounds like footsteps. But no, it doesn't because it is so metronome that it has to be something mechanical. Well, also, it doesn't metal, metal expands or shrinks when it's cold. Metal shrinks when it's cold and expands when it's hot. And it's, the temperature is probably dropping, the yeah. air temperature. Mm-hmm. So couldn't that noise also be like the metal yeah. shrinking? Mm-hmm. There are a lot of noises that can sound like footsteps. I had, not, not that there are heaters working in the, the, the boat but, um, or the ship, but I mean, I had heaters in my dormitory in in uh, my undergrad that would bang really loud oh uh so next is one of my f- favorites because they go i have in my notes the ghost adventures crew play doctor this is where zach lays down oh my god yeah and he's got the fake bandage on his head with the fake blood on it it's pathetic and he's yelling about how this is this is what they would have seen real injuries <laughs> It's like, what happened to your head, Zach? Are you okay? What's your injury? Uh, and we also meet uh, the the pre-Bill Chapel mad scientist, Gary Galka. Yeah. Gary is like, Gary's an interesting figure in the Ghost Adventures mythology to me because he's like a much more stable human being, it seems, than Bill Chapel. And I also believe that he believes it way more than I believe Bill Chapel actually yeah. believed any of this stuff. Yeah. And Gary has invented this device... That allows Zach and the boys to, like, listen to their EVPs live. Uh, and he's pretty proud of it. And uh, Zach is very psyched that he's going to get to, like, do immediate playback. So he and Nick are wired in with headphones to the EVP recorder. And Zach is asking stuff like, can you please speak to us and help save my life? And Aaron's like, hey, yeah, come save this guy. He's dying. <laughs> <laughs> 
And of course, no EVPs, so they get the spirit box out. And I did not have a single note about the spirit box, which I'm guessing means nothing yeah. happened. Oh, yeah. I have written down Zach was saying, Doctor, I'm begging you. Could you please speak to us and help save my life? <laughs> it's really pathetic. Uh, apparently, apparently, Zach feels something lift up out of him around the same time an orb appears to, to leave his head. And then later on, another orb kind of goes boop, 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 like out and back into Zach's head. Also, it goes into apparently uh, Aaron's back. Ah, so it's just bouncing around. These guys seem to be having a lot of back problems. <laughs> guys have a lot of back problems. Uh, uh, could it be related to like staying up all night and wandering around in a tiny cramped space? Uh, they're all kind of, they all kind of start flipping out about like feeling surrounded by ghosts at one point. And Aaron is like, I just, I don't want to, I don't want my back exposed. I want to put my back up against a wall, but nothing is happening. Like there's nothing going on. There's yeah. no EVPs. They're getting like an occasional orb. And then, Right before the lockdown ends, Zach decides to give a very patriotic farewell address yeah. to the spirits. He says, you're all heroes to the ghosts. Yeah. And, and you get that last uh, little image of, uh, last little video shot of Aaron when he's turning off the camera. Yeah, the little, where he goes up and he goes, and he turns the camera off. Yeah, he like looks in the camera, shakes his head. Wipes the sweat off his face. <laughs> How bad do you takes think Takes his shirt off. <laughs> they definitely smell really bad after a lockdown, right? Like I just bet. wandering around all night. Yeah. Which one of them do you think has the most gas? The answer to all of these has been <laughs> the same. <laughs> it's always Aaron. Yeah. Because Zach is image obsessed and Nick strikes me Zach as... Zach would take so much Beano. Or would he? I don't know. He's very macho, and I feel like Bino is unmacho because, like, can being... you do an impression of Zach about to take his Bino? I don't want to fart the place up tonight because if we're getting strange smells, I don't want there to be any confusion. If it's demonic, I want to know. <laughs> what do you think? Is that good? Good. Yeah. Okay. No post lockdown interview. I want him to be in a, a, a Beano commercial. My name is Zach Bagans. And I never believed in farts <laughs> till I came face to face with one. From my butt. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. That's about it. Like, they, they, they don't even, they don't talk to Gary. They don't talk to Daryl. It just plays the credits and then Zach does his bullshit about oh the the the, the soldiers that gave their lives laid to rest in this haunted boat. It was a really boring episode. This was a boring episode, you guys. We don't really have much about it. I can't, Sorry. I cannot solidly recommend this episode of Ghost Adventures. No. <laughs> you can uh, skip it. You can skip this one. Not because it's like difficult or challenging or or dehumanizing to any particular groups just because it's kind of a dull one. Yeah. So I gave, I give this episode of ghost adventures a, a one out of five ghosts. No, that's not a good, how many, uh, <laughs> this is definitely, wait, I, I give it a, <laughs> I give this episode of ghost adventures a two out of 10 on the demonic scale. A two out of 10. On... <laughs> So so a two out of ten, so that's like 
So a one out of ten demon is like, like a baby ghost. Yeah. And a, so a two out of ten on the demonic scale is uh, like a one out of ten is like one of those child ghosts that they always see in like white outfits. Yeah, and they just sort of like they're the ones they bring. They the, play with balls. They and... bring the like the teddy bear out. Yeah. For those. Yeah, and sometimes you'll hear them singing. That's a one out of ten on the d- demonic scale. Um, and this was just right above it. I want to see if I can recreate like a ghost. Okay, go ahead. Hold on. Just, right. just be cool Okay. for a second. All right. You ask, ask some questions. Okay. Um, <clears throat> are you upset that we are here? <laughs> what was that? Um... Sorry, I'm not more creative. Get out. So we just... Um, that's a simulation of this episode of Ghost Adventures. Yeah. <laughs> if you want the real experience, you can watch it. But um, here's the straight news. We're getting close to the end of season three. We are. We're about to get into season four. And this is going to get problematic soon because we do not own season six. Oh, fuck. We don't. <laughs> and that's oh, wait. The- no, we have time. We have time. Season season six, for whatever reason, is kind of more expensive. It's a, little, it's a weirdly than, expensive than the other seasons um, that are on DVD. I, I choose to take that to mean that it's got some real fire shit on it. Yeah, it's got to have some like really really hilarious bullshit. Yeah, they just don't want you to see it. I'm pretty sure season six is the one that has the uh, Tawilla Hospital on it, mm. which is one of my favorite investigations ever. Wait, season six? I think so. We have Tooele Hospital. Okay, so that must be season five then. Yeah, something like that. I can't wait till we get to Tooele. It's so good. Mm-hmm. You guys are going to love it. I can't wait till we get to Winchester uh, Oh Mansion. my God, Winchester Mystery House. Yeah. Oh, and Lizzie Borden. Lizzie Borden is great. Winchester Mystery. There's a lot of, like, the best is yet to come is yeah, what we're saying. it really is. Um, so it's worth it to sit through the kind of boring ones that obviously did not get great ratings on Travel Channel. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to say thank you to all of you out there who listen to this show and who've been telling your friends about it because we had we had like our best week by a huge margin mm-hmm. recently. Mm-hmm. Um, tons and tons and tons of you all came and and listened to our show and uh, shared it with your friends, and I cannot st- overstate how grateful I am to you for that. We're very grateful. So so please keep keep telling your friends, keep reviewing us on iTunes. I'm sorry, Apple Podcasts. Oh. Um, I just wanted to say, apparently I pulled a Zach Baggins last week. Oh my god. And I said something that was incorrect. Apparently Perish the thought. Yeah. Um, and thank you to the person who I'm sorry. Oh, Elian uh, um Elianne. I know Elianne from the uh from the Mabim Bam Podcasters oh, Group. Hey there. Um, um, I actually met Eliane at the at PodCon. So oh, hello. Cool. How's it going? Yeah, apparently I'm really sad about this, but apparently punk. Apparently punk is slang for for, for your for your sex partner in prison. Yeah. Which No, is... no, no. Apparently punk is slang for bitch. Prison bitch. So I was absolutely floored by the idea of Zach Bagans being factually correct about I something. Know, and I'm just. I, I would know. like to apologize to all of you because I feel like 
us being wrong about something that Zach is right about is like as low as this show can possibly go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if we ever say anything that's like actually wrong, feel free to yeah, tell us. Yeah, let us know because learning is cool. Because uh, we don't want to be like Zach Biggins. Don't be like Zach. That's the main takeaway I think everybody should really be getting from Insanely Haunted. Yeah. Uh, if you'd like to uh, tell us about your favorite episode of Ghost Adventures, you can send us an email at insanelyhauntedpodcast at gmail.com. Sometimes we look at it. Sometimes. Um, if other ghost adventures news, if you find something that you think we'd love to hear, we're probably we, also reading about it. But we are more know, active on Facebook. We really are. Tbh. Um, so if you like us on Facebook, Ghost in, uh, Insanely Haunted, the Ghost Adventures podcast, that's a good way to keep up with what we're doing. Um, it's a good way to share the show with your friends. Of course, we're also on Tumblr. We got a lot of followers on Tumblr. Do we? Yes, we do. But oh, probably like oh, probably like eighty percent of our followers are on Tumblr. Like porn blogs. You didn't have to tell them that. I mean, I, that's just that's just what it's like being on that Tumblr. Is what, that's the experience. That's like, the authentic Tumblr. Experience. Half of your followers are porn blogs. At least they have good taste. Yeah. In podcasts. Yeah. Um, I, I'd like to give a shout out to a show that I recently did a guest appearance on. Okay. It's called Historical Hotties. It's yeah. a really fun show where the two hosts are sisters and uh, every week they pick like a category of person and they each bring uh, a, an important person from history who fits in that category. And it's stuff like, like this week they did conservationists and it was like oh. John Muir and somebody else. And they bring two people from that, from that category and discuss which of them is a bigger babe. Oh, cool. It's fun. I was on what the, were the two conservationists? One was John Muir, but I forget the other one. And I feel really bad. Was it bad. Teddy Roosevelt? No, it wasn't. By the way, folks, if you didn't know, Teddy Roosevelt was a cool national parks person. Yeah, he was all about national parks. Yeah. And that was a very cool part of his legacy. Um, I was on the episode of Historical Hotties that was about pop divas, and I brought Freddie Mercury, mm. uh, which was so much fun recording with them. Uh, so check their show out. If you like this show, you'll probably like them too. They are like like actually happening right now like the show the episode i listened to they mm -hmm. had sponsors so oh like, wow they're, they're really growing so give them a Fans. check them out um give them a review just like you give us a review if you want to follow me on twitter you can it's at duck fungus um i'm not like funny or interesting i just retweet retweet a lot of stuff basically and i'm not on twitter because twitter's trash twitter is brain poison so if you have to be on there i feel i'm sorry Ooh, but. i want to i want to say something um totally unrelated but kind of related because it's still a spooky thing um y'all need to watch the show dark on netflix oh shit we just finished it and you y'all it's a fucking ride if you like okay if you like uh stranger things you will love this show i described it to my extremely online friends as what would happen if stranger things and homestuck had a german baby yeah it's and in if, German. And if you know Homestuck, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, this whole damn thing is about like fucked up family dynamics and stable time loops. Yeah. So all of the skills you learned while reading Homestuck of maintaining knowledge of uh, 12 to 15 different characters and uh, understanding how a stable time loop works, you'll be able to cash in on that right here. And it is more mature than... It's very mature. Like the first scene you you watch is two people fucking so they're doing it don't watch <laughs> it with your kids you f word i did you f -word. yeah I but anyway super good we're obsessed with it and they're coming out with a season two and you should watch it it's, really it's pretty good. wild it's a yeah. fun ride it's a it's, fun a, it's a binge show you gotta binge watch it well mostly because it's like i gotta keep i gotta keep well, all yeah. this shit in my head like so much is it's happening. very confusing there's tons of characters it's <laughs> yeah. crazy 
Um, oh, oh, also uh, support your national parks. Support your national parks. Uh, uh, visit your national parks. They're they're a wonderful treasure, and mm-hmm. honestly, every national park you go to, it's going to be a once in a lifetime experience, no matter it where really you go, what you see. What's your favorite national park, Max? So far, of the ones that we've been to, I have had the best time. I think at Rocky Mountain. Yeah, and also Mount Rainier. Mount yeah. Rainier was amazing. Mm-hmm. If you can go to Mount Rainier in like August or September when everything's in bloom, mm-hmm. oh my god, it's it's just so cool. Yeah. I'd have to, yeah, Rocky Mountain is like. Rocky Mountain was incredible. Because there's also Estes Park right next door. You get like a free shuttle bus back and forth. And that's where you can see the hotel that the Overlook from The Ooh, Shining was based yeah. on. The Stanley. Stanley Hotel, which the Ghost Adventures, I don't think. They, we, I think they, they will. have. They have they, gone will, they, they definitely have. I don't think we've gotten to that episode yet. Um, I'm on the edge of my seat. Yeah. Uh, I really love Olympic National Park. Olympic is pretty incredible. Um, That's because the, well, the Olympic Peninsula is like one of the most amazing places in the U- U.S. It I is. Like. So if you think of Washington, Washington is kind of like a a, a hand. And it's the, also way bigger than the, you're probably imagining. Like a, it's, a, it's a closed fist, except for the thumb and the thumb sticks out. And the thumb that sticks out, that's the Olympic Peninsula. Um, it's incredible. It's huge. There. And Olympic National Park takes up most of the, that land. And Olympic National Park is rainforest down low, mountain alpine mountaintops up high, and then you got the the rocky beaches like oh. what you see in Twilight. Hey. So so Forks isn't the isn't isn't exactly what you think it is. It looks I'm sorry, but like it looks very it looks nothing like the movies. It, yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> the movies were shot in like Vancouver, Canada for sure. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, and then also there, you guys. I'm sure you guys have seen the videos on YouTube of the waving bears. That oh, yeah, that uh, Olympic uh, game farm, I think it's called. Yeah, um, that's where they are, and it, and it is in Squim, Washington, which is like to the east of Port Angeles. So you can go see the waving bears, say hi to them. You can go to Olympic National Park, go visit Forks. Washington's just a very cool state. I'm glad we live here for right now. Me too. It's really cool. And and 420 was... 420... Was b- b- not b- b- something b- you b- had b- to hide. B- 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 <laughs> cops smoking weed. What? Probably, probably not. Probably the cops don't smoke weed. <laughs> I saw like... We live, we live right next to two weed stores. Three. Three, sorry. Like literally within a one minute walking distance because of zoning... Uh, things. This is like, like the only part of town where they're allowed to be. So yeah, so we have all of them really close to us. And on 420, they were like, uh, there was a DJ on. Oh, top they were of... having like a fucking parking yeah. lot rooftop oh, yeah. party, like balloons. There's a guy on top of the roof DJ. It was a happy time. It's a happy time. It's a good. You guys gotta push for legal weed in your state. Yeah, we're looking for we're looking for for nationwide legalization and reparations for people who are wrongly convicted. Yeah, yeah. Cause it's, Hopefully. Because it's just weed, you just, guys. You just have just a good weed. time and eat a lot. That's all. Worst thing that happens is you gain a little weight. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway, thanks so much again for listening. <laughs> um, you you all seriously make this worth it. Like, this is a fun show to do, and I would still be doing it if, if it weren't for you all. But, like, the, the, the support that we get, uh, the support that you give us is just so heartwarming and so unbelievable. And it's great to be here with you. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, guys. It's a nice, insanely haunted family we have. <laughs> I hope you I hope y'all aren't actually haunted though. <laughs> Maybe I'm a ghost. We all have ghosts in us. 
What, what does your ghost say? My ghost says... Chungus. Okay. Well, my name is Max. And I'm Cassie. And you just heard a Class A EVP. We should edit a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>